Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Hey, everybody. Welcome to uh, Sports Biz, Sports Media right here on Believe. Also heard on PodClips, uh, all the apps. And uh, I am Fred, and you could email us at sportsfred at AO.com, along with Art Source, the guy that runs Galaxy Sports, former kicker for the Rams and the Trojans of USC. On Wednesday night, I would have wagered anything straight up that the Clippers could not win without Leonard. George played spectacularly well. Explain how that happened, Art Source. <laughs> well, I'll tell you what. Sometimes when the chips are down and you've got a guy like Paul George, it can happen. Um, they played a great game. They played defensively really strong. I thought Kyron Lou did a really good job of getting the guys in and out of the game, keeping them fresh. Um, it was wonderful to see, if you're a Clippers fan, with all the frustration you've dealt with over the last three decades. But I'm hearing now that this knee injury that Kawhi has might be a little more uh, serious than they indicated originally. It might be an ACL. Have you heard anything on that? I heard it was serious. Uh, he's not going to be playing uh, even if they go all the way or you know, so, attempt so to go all the way. So now you've got Chris Paul, who's in protocol for the, for the Suns. And it does look like, you know, it's going to be the Suns and Clippers. We'll see. I mean, you know, they're, they're not out of the woods yet, the Clippers. They're only up three games to two. But, I mean, wouldn't that diminish the entire concept of the NBA playoffs? Do you think LeBron has a point here, Fred? No. These guys didn't get enough time to, to rest during the offseason and then this condensed season? Well, again, if all the players would have accepted less money, fewer dollars— and uh, yeah. they cut the season for they cut it from 82 to 72. You want to cut it to 52? Fine, take less dollars. None of the players would have said yes to that. So we were stuck. LeBron's talking now. Uh, it's fine. I mean, there's no uh, question he's got a right to talk. I'm just saying I don't agree. That's why all the injuries are happening. I just think it's a coincidence. And I just well, you think, make ball. You, you know, I got to give you credit. You called this three weeks ago. You said these guys are going to start getting hurt. Yeah. And it, you know, it started off. It started off with the Lakers. When they lost the big man, you know, and now and now it's kind of running through the NBA. This is the third key, fourth key star that could miss the finals. And then you look at the East and Harden's day to day, like we all are, I guess, in reality. But I mean, what a performance that Durant put on the other night. I mean, that was like maybe top five in my lifetime watching it. Yeah, he's doing it by himself. I think it was uh, spectacular. We'll see the the rest of the way. You know, and Barkley, who you can either like or dislike, I think he made a valid point last night. Game six is really game seven for the Clippers. If they lose game six, they're not winning game seven. Agree with Barkley or disagree? I I, I agree completely. He was right on the money. And, you know, I got to tell you, like I said, they're still not out of the woods. And, you know, and and here's the, the interesting thing. Um, I don't know what they're doing with this protocol. John Rahm's playing in the U.S. Open just down the road from where you are. Right. And you know, he was he was put out. They said he was going to have to spend 10 days in protocol. He did five days because he was asymptomatic. Now I'm hearing that Chris Paul is asymptomatic. So they can test them like two days, three days, twice a day. And once he passes, I guess it's two days in a row of, of negative tests, then he can come back. So everything is up in the air here, and if the Clippers do win, I think the series is going to start on Sunday. So it's <laughs> it's amazing what what this all is is doing for uh, 
for the world of the NBA. Folks, this is uh, Believe Sports Business Sports Media. You can also uh, listen to us on podcast, uh, podcast, uh, podclips.com, podclips.com. Uh, he's Art Source. I'm Fred Wong. Another problem is that uh, Chris Paul, when he was asked for months now if he'd ever taken the shot of uh, vaccination, he said uh, nothing. He never answered the question. Now they say he took it in February, and they said he took it in February. Well, I, if it's the Pfizer or the Moderma, uh, you would have to take two in February. And if it's the other one, uh, you have to take one, but it wasn't ready to go at that point. So Yeah, he didn't I, take the Johnson & Johnson test. We know that because it wasn't ready then. It wasn't ready, the Johnson & Johnson. So they, they said he he, uh, he took it in either February or March. Now, I, I forgot, but the point was he continued to never answer that question until now. And you just mentioned John Ram, Ram. And, and Chris Paul. And let me put it to you this way. What does asymptomatic mean? It means that there are no prevalent symptoms. However, a lot of people are selfish. Uh, if you got a loaded nose or a cough and you're Chris Paul and you're leading your team um, and most of your team has been vaccinated, how do I know he's telling the truth? How do I know Rom's telling the truth? What does... <laughs> What what symptom? I mean, what would it take to not be asymptomatic? You tell me. Well, I got to tell you, in John Rom's case, he sure played awfully good golf for somebody who had the COVID nineteen. I mean, he shot like I think a hole in one in the in the the beginning of the third round, which was on the same day, Sunday, or the end of the third round. They came out and shot like six under par, and so I don't know. I, you know, it's beyond me. It's it's science, Fred, and, and you know, you're great with math. I'm good with numbers and memory. I'm not a very big science guy, and I can't. I don't know who to trust anymore after the last 17 months. I hear one thing, and then I hear another thing. Then I hear the same guy telling me something else. And, you know, it was, was it from Wuhan? Was it from Bath? I don't know. All I know is we better find out what the hell's going on, because if it happened once, that tells me it can happen again. And that's very scary. The only thing scarier than that is the fact that there's going to be a new bowl game in college football, just what we need. The Kimmel we Bowl, need the right? Jimmy Kimmel Bowl. Yeah. Uh, and the reason for that is, folks, uh, he went to both ASU and UNLV, and the LA uh, Bowl is the Mountain West versus the Pac-12. So he got his wish, and uh, uh, we will have a uh, Jimmy Kimmel Bowl. Well, I like so him on the air. Arizona uh, State, the fourth-best team. Against uh, San Diego State, maybe that'd be a nice game. Yeah, it's okay. Um, folks, any comments about that? Uh, you could uh, email us at sportsfredadayo.com, sportsfredadayo.com. Heard on Believe, heard on Podclips, and uh, heard everywhere as far as the apps are concerned. He's Art Source. I am Fred Wallen. You could email us again, sportsfred at aol.com. All right, bottom line are the players selfish enough to, to not tell the truth? If they felt a little weak, my point is, let's say Rom has a headache. He could still shoot 66. Uh, would he tell the truth? Chris Paul might have a headache and still might uh, have 15 assists. Would he put his teammates on the spot? You tell me. Well, I'll tell you what. To be a great athlete, to be a star athlete, to make you know, 30, 40, 50 million dollars a year, you have to be a little self-absorbed, Fred. You've done enough interviews with enough athletes over the years that there is something called ego. And and I say, yes, they would lie if it meant saving, like Chick said, if it meant saving $5, they'd prob- probably lie. Yeah. So 
<laughs> my personal experience. And I, I hung out with four future Hall of Famers in football when I was at USC. You know, so I, and none of them were bad guys. But I'm just saying, if given the opportunity, I wouldn't trust them as far as I could throw them. See, that's my point. And that's exactly my point. If you walk into Ralph's, you know, I, and guy's not wearing a mask, and he tells you, well, I've taken the shots, I don't believe him any more than yeah. I trust Chris Paul or John Rahm or any of them, to tell you the truth. So we have a major, major problem. Obviously, uh, we're talking millions of dollars as far as the NBA is concerned. So uh, the point is that uh, they're hoping that Chris Paul plays. I mean, he makes all the difference. So, folks, uh, your comments about this, very simply, to email us at sportsfred at AOL.com. Fred, I mean, you've got this new, this new, uh, I guess, what do they call it, variants? Yeah, Delta. Yeah, this Delta one from India is, like, really causing problems in in Missouri and St. Louis and parts of uh, Texas. Yeah. So, I mean, you know, right when we think, like, we might be out of the woods, the truth is, you know, this is supposed to be even more devastating. And unless we get scientists to figure out what's really going on, I don't think we're going to have what we call quote unquote normal. Now you had 50,000 people at Dodger stadium last night. Yeah. I watched it because the Phillies have all their games on TV here in Pennsylvania. Right. And, and I mean, there was not a mask to be seen in that crowd, Fred. Nope. I, I mean, and San Diego's coming home tonight. So what happens if one of these golfers who's tied for the lead after the first round at the U.S. Open decides he's going to go to Petco tonight, and he, you know, he gets a good ticket, he sits next to somebody, they're chatting, having a hot dog, and boom, this guy, you know, might have, you know, a variance of whatever it is. It's pretty scary, man. I don't, I just don't understand how you can go from point A on June 15th all the way to Z without making it, you know, more like the steps that we took over 17 months. Well, I, I just think we use the word greed all the time. Obviously, yeah. you know, if, you, if you, let's say you're in California and, and you're Newsom and uh, uh, you're being recalled on the ballot, uh, maybe you do things a little quicker than you would normally because you'd be That's saying That's a great exactly, point, Fred. I, I didn't even realize, you know, I mean, I understand that he is, you know, under recall. and But I think it does change you know, an elected leader's perspective because, you know, he doesn't want to get recalled. That's, that's already happened once in California with Gray Davis. And, uh, you know, it didn't work out real well as it turned out either way. But, uh, yeah, it's a pretty, pretty messed up situation right now. And I just don't know, you know, everybody's making plans for college football and tailgating full crowds. And, you know, I, I just wish they would let the timeline work, still take, precaution err on the side of, of intelligence and then when we get everybody like i think the threshold i still don't know i, I don't think we're anywhere near that 75 or 80 percent you know uh, herd mentality number no i agree i i, I and i wouldn't trust uh, first of all I, you can't trust anybody we've already talked about that and that's yes. just common sense you, you don't today we go into to Ralph's and uh, everybody's supposed to wear a mask. There's signs up. You're supposed to wear masks. And uh, uh, some people were not wearing masks. So the individual store. It'd be like if we were on the honor system in taxes, Fred. Yeah. How many Americans would really take taxes? That's a perfect example. I mean, I would say probably maybe, maybe a little less than half, 40, 45%. Is there any honor in Texas? 
Remember who? Remember who one of the senators is? Ted Crutt. There is no honor in, in Texas. Texas and Texas. <laughs> no, again, again, you know, there were 19 Republicans uh, uh, trying to uh, take over 215, 216, and of the 19, I like Trump number 18. And I call him Don Dreck, and uh, Ted Crudd was number 19. So I actually found somebody at that point who I disliked even more than uh, Don Dreck. And now that's, that's uh, for you. That's really stepping out because I mean. <laughs> let me let me ask you, have you ever noticed uh, that uh, your burritos had uh, any kind of steroids in them listen fred i i try to buy the best we best meat i can i've got a, a a guy down here that grows his own stuff it's called warrington farms right and we get most of our you know i don't eat a lot of red meat but i get a lot of a lot of the steaks i get there when i do have a delmonico or something like that i know this guy has the best stuff. Yes, it's a little more expensive, but it's grass-fed, it's, it's tasty, and, you know, I don't want all that red stuff pumped in there and steroids and whatever else they do or, or shipping it to China to cure and then bringing it back to this country like they do with pork products. I mean, what is that all about? That makes no sense at all. When are we as a country, Fred, going to start producing our own in-home aspirins, uh, medications. I mean, we have we have basically become so lazy as a culture that we don't do anything ourselves. Okay, so AT and T USA uh, t- uh, Today, uh, the newspaper. Uh, their people are in Philippines and uh, India. Uh, same answer: money, dollars, greed. That's the answer to your question. But the reason I asked you about the the steroids, and folks, uh, we'll wrap this up in a couple. It's a little bit after 4 o'clock on Thursday afternoon uh, right here on Believe Sports Business, Sports Media, also heard on pod clips, uh, pod clips all the time. And um, the reason I brought it up is Shelby Houlihan, who's a 1,500-meter uh, runner and 5,000-meter runner for the United States, has now been ruled out for four years, disqualified, suspended for four years, uh, because she had steroids, and she said the steroids came from some pork burrito that she ate, which is even a better argument and a better lie than I thought Bob Baffert's. Uh, Bob Baffert. So, I mean, she actually said that. I mean, and, and she wrote. Well, that. you know, I got to tell you, Fred, there there are certain times when I go out and you know maybe I'll, maybe I, I buy a McDonald's burger or a Burger King burger, and I have the most bizarre dreams. And I don't, I don't have negative dreams usually, but when I get a piece of, of, of some of that meat that I wonder about sometimes, I call it mystery meat. I have weird dreams, and I and I directly attribute it to something that may, maybe she's right. I mean, uh, yeah, I guess God it's possible. Who knows? We take a lot of we. Who knows? I mean, I remember when they started putting the stuff in the milk, you know, the R R B H T or whatever the hell that was. And, you know, you had, you had girls that are 11, 12 years old, fully mature. And, and I don't remember that when I was growing up. I mean, there's got to be something going on in the system somewhere. And, you know, I think we need to get a little more stringent about our water supply, you know, our infrastructure, real infrastructure. I mean, these roads, I don't know what the roads are like in California. I haven't been there for a while. But here in Pennsylvania, I mean, I, I can tell that the economy is really bad. Because the cities are just not fixing potholes. All right. Final uh, question of the day. Two weeks, uh, we have a new Pac-12 commissioner. By September, will we have the Pac-12 on DirecTV? I'm going to say yes. 
I think this guy is really going to do a great job. I think the reason he was hired was to put the Pac-12, as our good friend Bill Walton calls it, the Conference of Champions, back on the map again. Now, you know, I think he's going to need some help, but I think we need a national game of the week, which either Fox and or ESPN and or, you know, the Pac-12 network, if they could actually be seen somewhere outside of the West, it would really behoove them. And, and now that the NCAA is thinking a couple of years from now of expanding to 12 teams or maybe eight teams, you know, the Pac-12 basically has two years to get themselves back in year. you got a couple of good teams right now. UCLA is starting to look really good. I heard great things about their spring practice. You got Oregon. Oregon's got one heck of a team. You got SC that had a great recruiting year. Washington's supposed to be tough. Arizona State's supposed to be tough. I mean, this might be the year the Pac-12 gets back into relevance. Well, you've been very relevant again, Art Source, and we'll talk to you next week right here on Believe Sports Business Sports Media and uh, have a uh, very uh, interesting evening watching uh, the NBA. I will. I will. And, hey, thanks, Mario, for all the work you do for us. I wanted to let you know. Thank you, Mario, very much. And again, folks, this is Believe Sports Business Sports Media, also heard on podclips.net, podclips.net, and uh, all the apps. And uh, tell us what you think by emailing us at sportsfrederdale.com, sportsfrederdale.com. Thank you, Fred. And we'll see you in seven days right here on Believe Sports Business Sports Media. Bye, everybody. And again, thank you very much, Mario. Bye, everybody. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.